Let's move from thanksgiving to thanks living. When you live a thankful life, you don't need a holiday. You don't need a turkey. You don't need a special occasion. But every day you find yourself thankful. So let's not wait till Thursday. I want to know today, what are you thankful for? I want you to drop it right here. What are you thankful for? Thankful for life, thankful for relationships, thankful for health, thankful for friends, thankful for food on the table, thankful to be able to still hear the voice of God. Not thanksgiving, thanks living. I want you to uh, jump on uh, today. I am uh, so thankful, so thankful. I've got uh, my parents staying with me this week. I'm thankful they are both alive and thankful they're both healthy. Thankful they both have uh, a relationship with the Lord. And uh, thankful they are uh, working out with me this morning. Those of you who are in the Atlanta metropolitan area, I'm doing a mass workout uh, for uh, families in Atlanta. Meet me at New Birth at 10 a.m. I want you to join me at New Birth. Uh, it's absolutely free of charge. We're going to fill out uh, our gym. Uh, so I ask that you bring your family, bring them lazy children with you. Uh, let's work out together. I'm calling it Fitness Before the Feast. Fitness uh, before the feast. Uh, just uh, a couple of things uh, before uh, we go into prayer. Uh, tonight's group therapy will just be virtual as well as uh, our Thanksgiving service will just be virtual. Uh, so I ask that you'll uh, pull up on us on a Thanksgiving day. Uh, and when I say pull up on us, don't pull up to the church. Pull up to our streaming platforms. Stay right there and worship in your bathroom. We're doing it as I call it, COVID style. We will not be in person. We will just uh, be online. Uh, I wanted uh, you to be aware <clears throat> that December 9th, December 9th, uh, we have been uh, graced to have two theaters reserved for an advanced screening of the color purple. Everybody else in the world will be able to see it on Christmas, but I got the homeboy hookup. December 9th, that is a Saturday, at two, uh, we will have a full, two full screens. Tickets are available. Ask that you'll go to uh, newbirth.org to get uh, information as to how you secure your tickets. And, uh, all of the proceeds will go towards our scholarship committee uh, to help put uh, young people who are fiscally cha challenged uh, through school. Uh, every year, uh, we try to put uh, young people through uh, school all the more through uh, HBCUs. Uh, so I am uh, excited about that. <clears throat> the Lord put something on my spirit today about prayer. And the prayer focus uh, today is on a potluck dinner. So a potluck dinner, that is a prayer focus. I want you to think from a different perspective, from a different point of view. Uh, when Jesus was uh, teaching one day, 5,000 had converged. The sun is starting to go down. 
and the sun is starting to go down. When the sun is starting to go down, the disciples ask of Jesus, can we just send them away? And Jesus asked the pointed question, what do you have? And he said, we don't have anything, but we found this little boy that's got two fish and five loaves of bread. I want to interpret this text uh, through black tradition uh, and give it a completely different fresh set of eyes. And that uh, completely different fresh set of eyes is this. Where'd the little boy get the fish from? Was, had the fish been cleaned? How long was that fish in the sun? Had the fish been deboned? We don't know any of that. All we know is that Jesus didn't just take it straight from the boy's hands and let the people put it in their mouth. The Bible says he took it, he gave thanks, blessed it, he broke it, then he gave it away. He says, as innocent as this child may be, I can't let you just eat off of anybody's plate without me intercepting it first. Ladies and gentlemen, a whole lot of you have found yourself choking on family bones because you were force fed which you should have never consumed. You had to eat dysfunctional people's opinion about you. You had to eat the high road when other people were low lives. You had to eat where it is that they told you don't tell anybody what happens in this house stays in this house. Then you had to go outside and act like nothing had happened that brought any trauma. People have no idea what it is that you found hard to digest. And even in this moment, the memory of such causes you indigestion. Sometimes it wasn't a little boy that gave it to you. It's a, a corrupted old man. It was a bitter mother. It was an alcoholic father. It was uh, a shifty sibling. You were made to eat it. As a matter of fact, they made you sit at the table and you could not move until you consumed the fact that they thought you were stupid. You were forced to eat that they thought you were unattractive. You had to sit there. You had to eat watching your mother being abused, helpless while you could do nothing. In fear for your life, that, that door was going to open in the middle of the night and you didn't know what would be required of you. You had to keep eating it knowing that you were not the favorite, that you were uh, rejected amongst your family, but you ate it. At 48 hours, people are gonna converge 
in the places and they're going to ask, who made this potato salad? They're going to point to the sweet potato pie. Where did this come from? It's a high-risk thing when you're on the job and they announce it's potluck. So you go around the break room inspecting the food, trying to figure out what you believe is safe for you to consume or whether you're just going to be the hall monitor for the fruit punch. That's at work. But does anybody ever ask what is safe to eat with potluck from family. If I eat this, they always gonna hold it over my head, what they did for me. If I eat this, they always are gonna try to flex and make me feel like I'm less than who it is that they are. If I don't eat this, they're gonna try to judge how I raise my children and how I operate my family. If I say, no, I'm okay, I ate before I got here. Call into question why it is that I have outside relationships and why I have bestowed on friends the real authenticity of family. So do you know how many people don't have an appetite for Thanksgiving? Because they know what, what comes with it. All the more. I need you to know that uh, the Plumbers Association of America said they have the most backed up toilets on two days, Thanksgiving and Super Bowl. People can't even wait till they get to their own house. They gotta get rid of what has been put in them because it's toxic, it's unhealthy, and it's heavy. Ladies and gentlemen, we don't believe in luck. A dear friend wrote a song a couple of years ago that says, I'm not lucky, I'm blessed. I need you to know, do not gamble with your own appetite. Don't gamble with what it is that your children consume. Do not take a high-risk gamble that the aftermath of what it is that you consume on Thursday stay with you long after Saturday. And so I want to pray number one that you are not poisoned by childhood trauma on Thursday. I'm going to pray that you are not poisoned by resurfaced memories on Thursday. I want to pray that you are not forced to sit in conversations wherein you are the subject of ire and ridicule. I want to pray that you are never placed according to the book of Psalms to sit in the seat of the scornful and that seat is at your mama's house. I want to pray that you are not placed in a position of discomfort that you know who it is that you are, where it is that you are, and that you take none of it with you. Let's pray.
Our God and our Father in whom our soul takes delight, our comfort by day, our song in the night, we come to you humbly, thanking you that in this moment you are detoxing us from everything that would uh, beset us. We come to you today asking you'll purify whatever is being prepared. Thank you, dear Lord, because uh, I realize in this moment you prepare a table even in the presence of my enemies. I give your name praise that I'll be able to take the meat and spit out the bones that I will not choke on other people's dysfunction. God, I honor, I hallow your name that not a piece of me will be left on the table I will leave whole, I'll leave intact, and I'll leave healthy. Pray that you'll bless me indeed. Bless me to enlarge my family's territory. Pray, dear Lord, that you'll do what it is that I can't do. I pray that no member of our family will be starving for attention. No member of our family will be dehydrated from absent of affection. Give your name glory. Give your name praise. I give your name honor. In Jesus' name, amen. Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to do me a favor. On the Thursday of last week, we fed 2,000. And we gave another 1,000 away to seniors and now I've got another 3,000 that are being distributed this week in the spans of one week we are feeding 5,000 with turkeys and groceries that's the kind of God I serve the kind of God that is able I want every person to sow a seed for the ongoing work of the building of the kingdom and the feeding of the community. As that you'll go to newbirth.org, uh, push pay, Zell, text to give. We are serving 5,000. The model is with two fish, five loaves of bread. I want you to get your best seed as close to 25 as you possibly can. You're on Cash App, use dollar sign Crown Prince 07. Dollar sign, Crown Prince 07, as close to 25 as you can. Those of you that can and will, ask that you go to newbirth.org. Thank you so much. Somebody just put it in the thread. Newbirth.org, push pay, text to give, uh, Zell. Uh, those of you going to write it, get your best seed as close to 25 as you possibly can. Let's make a difference. Let's make an impact. Let's change the world. Let's impact the culture. Your pastor loves you. I'm going to see you at 10 o'clock. Meet me at New Birth. Bring your whole family. Just bring yourself. Let's get fit before the feast. Your pastor loves you. I'll see you in a minute.